Welcome to the Librarian Influencers Podcast. Each week, our host, Dr. Laura Shinneman, dives deep into school library topics to help you build your skills and take charge of your own professional development. Her mission is to create an environment where librarians flourish and become lifelong learners. Now, on to today's podcast. All right, well, I want to welcome everybody to the Librarian Influencers Podcast, and I'm very excited today to have Christina Holsweiss. And I I got to know her um, professionally through reading her book, um, The Hacking the School Libraries. I was just so impressed with that book, and I found her online. And it's been such a, a pleasure just getting to know her on the professional level and seeing all the amazing things that she's done. So let's find out a little bit more. Christina, tell us about your background in the school library. Well, actually, I did not start as a school librarian. I started as a seventh grade English teacher. All right. And so I wanted to integrate technology and I wanted to train teachers and I wanted to work with students, but I didn't want to go into administration. So <laughs> then what do you do? Well, if you love books and you love technology, become a school librarian. Exactly. Before I became a school librarian, I went to school to have my certification in ed technology. Okay. So I was an ed tech specialist certification in the year 2000, but there weren't any positions. Okay. So then I became a school librarian after that. And one day after, you know, nine years of being one school, 15 years as a school librarian, I happened to see a posting for an ed tech specialist. And I was like, that's the job I've been waiting for for 20 years. So I still consider myself a librarian. I'm part of the library team. I am considered a librarian by human resources and I am an ed tech librarian. All right. Well, that's good. So that's, that's me. <laughs> and what state are you from? New York. From New York. All right. Good. From New York. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know COVID-19 caught everybody by surprise and, and you too, but you had a really quick response in getting some things going. So tell us a little bit about like, how did, how did you approach the COVID-19 time? Well, um, we have a staff developers in our school. We have an elementary and a secondary and our secondary staff developer actually went on maternity leave. So our elementary staff developer asked me to step in. So I was working with the librarians to troubleshoot, you know, kids were sending in emails or what's wrong with my Chromebook, but I was also helping the elementary staff developer with training. And then all the librarians in the district create a website of resources for our teachers. So it really depends, you know, am I a librarian? Am I an English teacher? Am I an ed tech specialist? Different hats, you know, um, everything wrapped into one. Mm -hmm. And so it started in May that we started a digital librarian survival toolkit. It started in May. I really wanted to get it out in June, but we were so inundated by everything. Right. So um, I, we needed it to, we needed the school year to end. We needed to pause and reflect. And so you don't just start one project, you start two. So I started the epic ebook of web tools and apps. Um, our school has a K-12 license for Book Creator. And I had tried out Book Creator years ago on, on my iPad. Um, and so I said, this is a really cool format because I could put in audio, I could put in video, I could put in links, and it looks like the traditional book still where you're flipping through, but it's multimedia. So I created some books, I uh, created three levels of Flipgrid books that I use with my teachers because webinars are awesome, 
but then how do you rewind and fast forward to go to the spot that you need? Mm -hmm. It's very difficult. And if you're different levels, you really don't know where you belong. If you're a, a you know, if just you've used a web tool and then you have beginners in your group, you're slowed down. Mm -hmm. And if you're a beginner, you're trying to keep up. So I thought, well, if I put it in this book, people can go at their leisure mm -hmm. and then come to me with some teaching questions. So sometimes they would ask me a question. I'd say, well, that's level two, go in that book, or that's <laughs> level three, because they needed to have some of the skills in order to talk about the real. So I had one phys ed teacher come to me and we spent about an hour on Zoom and she had gone through all three books and watched all my videos and read all the text. And she had a really cool question. Her question is more, was more about how to manage Flipgrid and create a, a grid for her specific use. Okay. And I also created one on how to make a, how to write a book. And I talked about the Scholastic Makerspace books. I sent that out and I would say th about 300 teachers from California to China have the link. Uh, <laughs> I have it. Yeah, right. I have it in English and I have a friend of mine who translated in English and Spanish. So I'm looking to try get other people to translate it for me mm -hmm. so I can have other kids around the world use this. But Creator is just a wonderful format yeah. for sharing. That's awesome. And so that's why I thought, well, let's have teachers collaborate because I can't do everything. Mm -hmm. As a librarian, I'm, I like making connections, but I have to realize when the connections have to grow on their own. You know, you, you can't do things for people all the time. And sometimes you have to do things with people. And I feel like um, a big part of advocacy for libraries is not only talking about our statistics or the numbers of books are that are circulated and the kids who come in it's the stories mm -hmm. and so this the both of these books the epic ebook has many librarians in it mm -hmm. um the digital librarians toolkit only has librarians and i feel like with these two electronic resources now our authors our librarians and our educators are empowered Yes. to go to administrators, yeah. empowered to um, start a conversation with the teachers about collaboration. They have something to bring to the table right. that they were a part of. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so, when you were talking about that, what was, I had some things going through my mind. Are you familiar with the word micro learning? No, I'm not. Okay, I, I have a chapter in a book that's coming out uh, this next year, but mine is on the pre-K-12 environment with microlearning. But it's a lot of what you were just talking about, that, that it's these very precise, focused moments of, of instruction that people need right then. You know, I need to know how to X, Y, Z. Well, they can flip through your one of your books, and they're going to be able to find that exact piece of learning, you know, that they need to help them right then in that time of need. And it's micro, it's not like this, half day or full day workshop that they're having to go to, you know, to learn how to, right. Zoom, you know, or how to use, you know, whatever app. But I, I like the idea of how you're, these are all just these little small chunks, you know, that are spread throughout. So let's talk a little bit more about the one book has already been released and that, that's mm -hmm. your epic book. So tell people what's inside there because we'll share that out in the show notes for our listeners. Well, the epic ebook, basically uh, teachers, 
propose a, a web tool or an app that they want to write about. And I was in a yearbook advisor. So I like the way things look. So I always tell people even page spreads. So when you open it up, you always have the right. same tool on the same page. <laughs> it just makes it easier to look at. Um, and you can have it, you know, some, some are simple, they're two pages, and some are as big as eight pages. Wow. And there are web tools in there. Um, there's Wakelet, um, there's Flipgrid, there's Buncee, there's going to be Canva, there's going to be Canvas. There's all these tools I've never even heard about. <laughs> and teachers have already tutorials that they've made um, on YouTube. I asked Jennifer Lebon, who is a green screen queen for we video I say can you work on the green screen section she had it done in a day because she already had the resources that makes so much sense people are just using their skills the things they're already passionate about and making that shareable um, with everybody uh, so that one's targeting teachers and I know just recently on the Facebook post I even saw where it was a librarian talking about it and she was putting that epic book in her learning management system Yes, uh, it happened to be Mac and Via, but I just thought, well, that's brilliant because now you are sharing that with an even greater audience or she is, you know, sharing that with an even greater audience and they're going to have that tool right there, you know, at their fingertips. Have you heard any other neat things that people are doing with the Epic book? Well, I did see on Twitter that a, a that the idea that I had, well, I didn't really have about collaborating with teachers. That was actually something I saw on Twitter. A librarian said, this is how I'm going to approach collaboration with my teachers. I'm going to show them this book. And now we have something tangible. Yeah. I have videos, I have text, I can show them instead of talking about, well, why not try this and why not try that? And they can look at it. We are very taxed for time right now. Mm -hmm. We need things in small bites. Everything going virtual has been amazing because I don't have to go to a conference. I can watch webinars. I could watch a panel. I could see everything. But I'm gorging myself on PD to the point where I'm so I'm excited, but I feel kind of, I don't know, confused and kind of, you understand what I'm saying? It's just, and if I'm overwhelmed and I love technology, could you imagine someone who is a veteran teacher who will be retiring soon. That's very, very intimidating. Right. So good teaching for kids is the same good teaching for adults, pieces, short videos, text, visual. Most definitely. So I know uh, we're recording this prior to the release of your digital librarians toolkit. I don't remember the complete name, sorry. Uh, this will be, I'll, I'll release this uh, this interview probably the Monday after because this this Saturday is a big release, right? Yep, it is a big release. Yeah, so tell us how does this book differ from the Epic book? What's different about it? This book is more about ideas and concepts and using the tools okay. and it's library driven. So you'll see sections on book talks. You'll see sections on collaboration, on engaging students and Within there, you'll see many of the tools that are in the Epic eBook, but it's not sectioned off alphabetically by tools. It's by concept and what librarians, and it's specific for librarians. It's by librarians for librarians. Yeah. Many librarians don't have don't get the PD that they need in their districts because sometimes they're alone in their school sometimes they're in the, alone in the district and no one understands them no one knows what they need right so that's why it's 
it's crowdsourced by by librarians for librarians so we can help each other together that's awesome very very awesome okay so my audience tends to be early career librarians and or people are just in you know they're maybe finishing school and starting to look for jobs do you have any kind of advice you would give them as they're getting ready to start this new school year wow that is a big question um i have visited a, a friend of mine each year has me visit her class on leadership and i am very very surprised when i speak to young people and i ask them if they have a digital resume and they say no i i ask them are you on twitter and they say no and i'm very very surprised because we think of these people as digital natives and veterans as the immigrants but that's not necessarily true and so the, and now this fall they're really behind the eight ball they haven't had the experience of teaching and now they haven't had the experience of remote teaching which is just layering upon itself and i'm hoping that these resources find their ways into higher ed oh because i really think and and first year teachers you know i could see them at um school orientations mm -hmm. i could see them you know parents looking at them i think they're important it's like i said higher ed i think is so important because sometimes there is a disconnect between what's taught in the classroom and the real world you ask any teacher and i and i'm i'll bet my house that most of them are going to say they learn more on the job mm -hmm. in their first year than they did in college i would definitely agree with that i, I do teach online also um, now with the university of west georgia that actually starts tomorrow um, sorry, <laughs> um but that, it's so true just in past experience it's when they're on the job or even when they begin their time of uh, internship or whatever they call it, you know, in their program, their eyes are just like, Oh my God, all of this. So that's, that's amazing. And while you were just talking, it made me think I have an idea for your next book. You need to do one for parents. That is a great idea. That is a great idea because I actually have nine ideas, 10 ideas. I have all these curriculum ideas, but I didn't think of one for parents. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, because they're, they're really stressing out, you know, at least we've had training and, you know, everybody's getting back in the, the role of what's going on, but um, parents are still like going, oh, so maybe a parent book. <laughs> I love that idea. Very good. Love All right, Christina, if our audience wants to find you online, where can they find you so they can keep learning and being inspired by what you're doing? Well, if they go to my website, Bunhead with Duct Tape. <laughs> Bunhead, the typical Bunhead librarian, and duct tape. I'm a maker librarian. If you go to Bunhead with duct tape, you and that's a D-U-C-T, <laughs> the correct way to spell it, they'll find where my social media is, they'll find my blog, they'll find information, they'll find links to the Flipgrid books. I'll put in links to the Epic book and the Digital Librarians Toolkit in there. You'll find my Twitter is at librarian, L-I-E-B-E-R-R-I-A-N, because that's what kids say anyway, so you might as well just. I was going to ask you, where did that come from? But of course. Well, they, you know, they always say, I'm going to the library <laughs> to see the librarian, so I'll take it. <laughs> That's good. That's great. Well, Christina, thanks so much for your time tonight. It's been really fun talking with you and I look forward to keep following you and learning and
just being inspired by everything that you're doing. And thanks, thanks for really, I, I, my tagline is making a difference every day. And that's really what you're doing. You're making a difference every day in the lives of educators and librarians and hopefully now parents. <laughs> hopefully now parents. Well, I, can, I can't take the credit for all this. Oh. I cannot because all of the teachers who said yes and who volunteered their time, they had no idea what they were getting into <laughs> and they still said yes. yes. That, that's who I have to thank. They are the heroes. Very good. All right. Well, we'll, we'll connect everybody to all the awesome work that, that the teachers and everybody are doing and they crowdsource for us. And thanks a lot for getting that started. So have a good evening. You Bye. too. Thank you.